Holy guacamole, what a news-filled Wednesday. Man, oh man, I, uh, my head is spinning between all the news of Brian Laundry and the updates and the Netflix walkout uh, in protests of trans rights, which I am fully behind and so, so, so proud is happening. There's just a lot to talk about. Um, this this particular episode, this Thursday episode, is going to be primarily talking about those two subjects. I'll cover Housewives Reunion Part 2 on Friday, but for now we're just going to talk about that because there's a lot to discuss, and I just want to jump right into it. But before that, hi everybody, happy Thursday. It is I, Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, here to bring you pretty much only two stories today. Pretty much the most popular stuff dominating the news cycle in terms of pop culture, but also real culture, because the Brian Laundry thing sort of usurped the news cycle in terms of all categories and whatnot. Um, and there's just... A lot to talk about, and I've been absorbing news all day, being glued to my phone. I kind of have a headache, and usually I can handle looking at my phone all day, but, like, legitimately every minute of every single day, with the exception of driving. Um, don't text and drive. I haven't been looking, I've been, like, glued to my phone, absorbing all this information. So let's just, let's just get right into the damn news cycle. The, I'm going to first go from CNN, I'm going to hop over to TMZ, where they provided a bunch of updates. Some of the information might be redundant, but it's important that we get all the information and factoids out to you. So, the, the big, 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 big story of the day is suspected human remains, items belonging to Brian Laundry found in Florida Park, FBI. He says, well, if the FBI's chitting and chatting, then you better open your damn ears. Okay, what appears to be human remains and items belonging to Brian Laundrie, including a backpack, have been found in the Carlton Reserve in Northport, Florida, according to FBI Special Agent in Charge Michael McPherson. Another one of the items found was a notebook belonging to Laundrie, who McPherson said was, quote, a person of interest in the murder of Gabby Petito. The apparent remains were found in an area that has been underwater until recently, he said. A source close to the investigation told CNN that the apparent human remains, quote, appear to have been here or been there a while. Excuse me. The source said, quote, based on the condition of the remains, it may likely take some time to officially identify. It is going to be a very thorough process with a medical examiner. Northport police spokesman spokesperson Josh Taylor said the remains were found, quote, about two to three miles inside the Carlton Reserve or about a 45 minute walk from the entrance at the uh, word that I cannot pronounce, Mayaka. Chi Creek Environmental Park. The FBI's Tampa's evidence response team is on the scene using, quote, all available forensic resources to process the area. According to McPherson, it's likely the team will be on the scene for several days. Quote, I know you have a lot of questions, but we don't have all the answers yet, he said, reading a statement for the media. Brian Laundrie's parents, Chris and Roberta Laundrie, were in the park when the discovery took place. Family attorney Steve Bertolino said, quote, Chris and Roberta Laundrie were at the reserve earlier today when human remains and some of Brian's possessions were located in an area where they had initially advised law enforcement that Brian may be, quote, end quote, sorry. Uh, Bertolino said, Chris and Roberta will wait for the forensic identification of the human remains before making any additional comments. The discovery comes 37 days after Laundrie, the fiance of the late Gabby Petito, was reportedly last seen by his parents. Earlier, the Sarasota County Medical Examiner and a cadaver dog were called to the park and aerial footage showed activity in the Carlton Reserve near the Mayakahachi Creek Environmental Park where Laundrie's car was parked in September. Laundrie's parents had informed the FBI and the Northport Police Department Tuesday night that they intended to come to the park on Wednesday morning to search for him. Bertolino said earlier law enforcement met them there Wednesday mornings, he said. The Sarasota County Medical Examiner was called to the scene and the Pasco County Sheriff's Office 
Seneca Daver Dog and two spotters were also on the site. The Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, the Emergency Response Team, and the Lee County Sheriff's Office were also on the scene along with a mobile unit. The discovery comes amid an exhaustive search for laundry that has now stretched over a month as authorities tried to piece together what happened to Petito. The Mayakachi Creek Environmental Park is on 160 acres of heavily wooded land in Northport, Florida with trails and a camping area. The park connects the Carlton Reserve, a 25,000-acre nature reserve that has been the primary search location for investigators. Searchers had previously used swamp buggies, divers, and airboats to scour the swampy terrain, but the area has dried out recently due to clear weather. Um, it basically... Okay, so we're going to jump into all that, but here's sort of a very, very abridged version of how we got here. For those of you who have been following, but maybe haven't, uh, you know, dipped in for a minute. Petito 22 and Laundry 23 traveled around the western U.S. in a white van this summer, all while regularly posting photos and stories to their social media pages. Influencers, if you will. Their posts abruptly stopped in late August, though, and Laundry then returned by himself to their home in North Point, where they... Both of them lived with his parents on September 1st. Petito's family, unable to get in contact with her, reported her missing 10 days later, launching a national search. Laundry declined to cooperate with the investigation into her whereabouts, and soon after, he also went missing. His family told investigators they believed he had gone into a sprawling nature reserve nearby. Petito's remains were found in a national forest in Wyoming on September 19th, near where the couple had last been seen together. Teton County Coroner Dr. Brent Blue ruled her death a homicide and said that she died by manual strangulation. Um, quote, we believe this was a strangling by a human being, Blue told CNN's Anderson Cooper. Laundry has not been explicitly connected to Petito's homicide, but he is a subject of a federal arrest warrant for unauthorized use of another person's debit card in the days Petito last spoke with her family. Though their social media posts appear, idea like their relationship was full of tension and conflict in recent months. Petito called her mom regularly, and those conversations appeared to reveal there was, quote, more and more tension in Petito's relationship, according to a police affidavit for the search warrant of an external hard drive found in the couple's van. In addition, the couple was involved in a domestic dispute and were stopped by police on August 9th in Utah. Um, after a 911 caller told dispatcher she saw a man hitting a woman, according to audio provided by the Grand County Sheriff's Office. I mean, and, and that footage has been uh, put out there uh, of, of from the from the police camera, the camera the police officer was wearing. So first, I'm going to discuss what we just read, and I'll read what TMZ posted. Um, this is, I mean, I, I can't even say it's him because... <laughs> They're not even, they, they said they have to do the forensic process uh, to, to, to do all their testing and be thorough, which, as they should, so nobody can come to any uh, assumptions and whatnot. I'm sure the parents are well informed of what's going on. Um, it is, of course, suspicious that his stuff was found, and there's, it's been a long time, and a lot of people were getting restless and wondering, where, where the heck is this guy? And, you know, why has he gone missing? Why is he on the run? Of course, a lot of people speculate why he went on the run, but you can't actually say that because you can't accuse someone of being guilty when you don't actually know the facts, even though, you know, people have their opinions and whatnot, which I have my opinions too, but it doesn't mean that it's fact. It's more conjecture. I feel like a crime analyst. I feel like a crime podcast. By the way, speaking of crime podcasts, it's totally off topic, but I had to finish um, Only Murders in the Building on the Hulu, on Hulu, on the Hulu, on Hulu, because I heard that the finale was great. But anyways, I sailed it to say, this is a really tragic, um, I mean, it's only, it's only tragic. I mean, I, I don't want to say I hope it's, him i hope you never want to find anyone's remains but i i just wonder where this guy is like many and i mean his parents are probably sleepless uh, and just full of questions and his stuff was found and i know there was a i reported this a couple days ago there there was a story on tmz where a biker was filmed that the the man whose camera it was Suspected it was Brian Laundry because it looked like him and it was in a particular area where he might be. Also, the bike was found too, abandoned. So it makes you wonder, it makes you think. Um, 
I'm no investigative journalist, but I do have to say, uh, through deductive reasoning and just general, like, understanding of human behavior, having been around for 32 years, when people are guilty, they usually run or they flee uh, or they don't want to deal with the consequences. But, you know, many people speculate maybe he was on the run because he was so heartbroken he didn't want to deal with the immense loss and pain that he was feeling from uh, Gabby being gone. And But the reports are that Gabby... It was homicide and mutual, not mutual, uh, strangulation. It's just like all heartbroken. And this is, it's, 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 I don't, I I don't know where to go. I'm literally just reporting the facts. And when, you know, the results of the forensic tests, I guess, come out, I'll definitely talk about it. But for now, we, we don't know. We just, we don't know, girl. Oh, man, oh, man. So let's hop over to TMZ, and I'll just read their initial article, and there's been a few updates. Again, some of this might be redundant, but it's important I get all the factoids out. Um, Brian Laundrie's family may have actually done something helpful in the ongoing search for their son, leading the FBI to a new trail uh, he frequented, which, go figure, led to his stuff being found, and we've confirmed, we've, as in TMZ, confirmed the medical examiner is on the way to the location. The Laundry family attorney, Stephen Bertolino, tells TMZ Brian's parents, Chris and Roberta, went to Mayakachi Creek Environmental Park in Northport, Florida, Wednesday morning to look for him, apparently, a new area that hadn't been explored. Uh, makes wonder why. Um, we, uh, TMZ told the family, told authorities about their intentions, and sure enough, the FBI Northport police showed up as well. Bright and early, Bertolino says, after a brief search of a off a trail, Brian was known to have hiked. Some evidence was discovered that he'd been there. Okay, I'm finding stuff. Then there's a screen grab by a Twitter user Laura Ingle not Ingram. The parents of fugitive Brian Laundry ventured into Florida's Mayakachi Creek Environmental Park today, where Fox News Digital saw an officer apparently tell the parents that law enforcement might have found something. Unclear what exactly the FBI found, but TMZ has told a handful of belongings, including some articles of clothing. The feds might believe all along belong to Brian. There's even video of them seemingly breaking the news of his parents and bystanders as they look on. And some of the updates are the first update was at 10:19 a.m. Pacific time yesterday. Uh, the Pasco County Sheriff's Police Officer tells TMZ Northport Police requested the Sheriff's Human Remains Detection Team be sent to the area, and the Sheriff also sent a K9 unit. Um, TMZ is told the K9 unit was called. In the sh- into the search of the area, and the dog is trained to detect the odor from human remains. It's not clear if human remains were found at the site, but we're told, excuse me, but we're told the human rights, human rights, human remains detection team in K9 does not traditionally get called in if a body has already been found. Second update um, was at 11 a.m., 11.06 a.m., law enforcement found what appears to be partial human remains in an area that was underwater near where some belongings believed to belong to Brian were found, according to NBC. Next update was at 11.14 a.m. The FBI has finally went in themselves on what the heck is going down there, but they're not copying to any body that may or may not have been found. FBI Tampa says, quote, items of interest were located at the Carlton Reserve this morning in connection with the search of Brian Laundry. An FBI evidence response team is processing the scene. The reserve is closed to the public and no further details are available at this time. And then the update after that uh, was at 12.30 yesterday p.m. The FBI will hold a press conference, which is not really an update. And then the final update was at 1.37 p.m. yesterday. The FBI just confirmed both Brian's backpack and notebook were found in the area near what appears to be human remains. But they cannot yet determine if the remains belong to Brian. The agent said the spot had previously been underwater and the investigative team will need several days to finish gathering evidence, which is pretty much what TMZ also posted. And um, that's that's pretty much what's going on with Brian Laundry. And again, if there's any updates, I will jump on here and... And, you know, read read the facts, state the facts, read the receipts. But I can't really give my opinion on whether or not I think it's ever not because I clearly don't know. Nobody knows but the coroner and whatnot, uh, the forensic people and all the FBI people involved with this case who are working tirelessly to find this fugitive of a fugitive. Um, 
so yeah that's that's what's going on with one of the most tragic stories ever and i i hate to even say this but like i and it's like so sadistic that this is probably happening but i'm sure there are writers in hollywood that are writing this whole thing out as a screenplay which is really tragic but you know people you know it's gonna be a film or it's gonna be a limited series starring like nicole kidman or something but who knows by the way i can't wait to see that movie so this brings us to our final story of the day which is the um this is from deadline I mean, i'm sure most of you have heard about this netflix urged to remove dave Chappelle imagery from offices amid list of asks at hollywood walkout okay there's been a big protest today um and i'm gonna read you all about it and we'll talk the fallout from Dave Chappelle's harsh words about the trans and LGBTQ plus communities in his Netflix special, The Closer, which I have not watched yet, crested Wednesday with a walkout rally that saw more than 100 protesters and allies attend and present their, quote, list of asks to the company in the wake of the controversy. Um, first of all, I want to say before even getting into this, I, I so stand with the allies and the trans community uh, walking out and standing out and really, really, you know, voicing their outrage with this dave chappelle special i have not watched it yet i i'm not a big fan of i I, i'm not a fan of dave chappelle just because i don't like his work i just i don't i'm literally not a fan i only like wanda sykes and um ali wong and uh, that's pretty much the only stand up and ellen but i've heard a lot about this and from what i've read it's not it's just it's unacceptable you know they should not have streamed this it's 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 bad um p okay b pagels minor the netflix employee fired last week from the streamer for allegedly leaking financial information to the media about chappelle's comedy special was among those participating in the company's vine street offices near sunset boulevard headquarters by the way i used to live right there so i know exactly where this is i drive by the netflix building very often when i have to get you know run some errands Pagels Minor told Deadline on the sidelines of the rally that they did not leak information to the media. Quote, I compiled a series of data. I'm a data person and I shared it with a lot of people internally, Pagels Minor said. If they're going to fire me, they're going to have to fire a lot of people, the former staffer added, noting that they were never directly informed as part of their employment contract about whether they could or could not, what they could or could not distribute. Um, they said they had no current plans to take legal action. Filmmaker Ashley Marie Preston, who organized today, yesterday's rally, was among the speakers along with transparent creator Joey Solowe and RuPaul's Drag Race star Eureka Hara at the event, which comes two weeks after the launch of Chappelle's The Closer and subsequent fallout. Quote, Dave Chappelle doesn't get to take this light from the moment, Preston told the rally crowd, adding the organizers reached out to Chappelle but were rebuffed. Other speakers called on the cheering crowd to cancel their Netflix subscriptions. Quote, Trans people are in the middle of a holocaust, Soloway told the crowd, adding, quote, misogyny is gender violence, and calling out Chappelle directly. Soloway demand, also demanded that a trans person be placed on the Netflix effing board. Preston said at the rally that organizers plan to call out board members if there is not a change towards equity and leadership options. At one point in the rally, excuse me, at one point early in the walkout, a Chappelle supporter tried to crash the speakers at the mic. Later, there was pushing and shoving after another Chappelle fan carrying a sign said Dave is funny, tried to push over people to get to the front. Um, one process, one, one, excuse me, one protesting Netflix staffer said, quote, I'm sorry, I can't speak to you when approached by deadline. Organizers read out a list of asks that will be presented to Netflix's co-CEO, Ted Sarandos. And here, here are, here's a list. One, eliminate references slash imagery of Chappelle inside of the workplace, including but not limited to murals, posters, room names, swag. Two, acknowledgement that the special causes to harm the trans community and Netflix's responsibility on it, so we keep the conversation around transphobia evolving internally. Three, trans and non-binary content investment. A new fund to specifically uh, develop trans and non-binary talent. This fund should support... Um, both above-the-line ATL and below-the-line BTL talent. This fund should exist in addition to the existing Creative Equity Fund. Um, 
one, two, three, four, sorry, four. They're bullets from the number, so if I mess up the number, sorry. Investment in trans or non-binary content on Netflix comparable to our total investment in transphobic content, including comparable investment in the promotion of content. Um, next is the comparable class of investments should include, but not limited to, works produced by Dave Chappelle, such as Investment in Closer and Sticks and Stones, for Future Bases, Afterlife, etc. Investment in multiple trans creators to make both scripted and unscripted programs across genres. I believe that should be happening. Revisit internal processes in commissioning and or releasing potential hurtful content involving numerous and diverse parties that can speak on its harm, including consultation on third-party vendors. Revisit the ERG role in conversations around potential harmful content and develop materials to ensure we have the best in-class regional support on complicated diversity issues, hire transgender content executives in leading positions, and promote an inclusive environment for them, recruit trans people for leadership roles in the community, director, VP, etc., and promote inclusive environment for them, the ability for trans employees and allies to be able to remove themselves from company and promotional content, e.g. allyship videos, etc. A disclaimer before... The Closer, specifically saying it contains transphobic language, misogyny, homophobia, and hate speech, boost promotion for disclosure, and other trans-affirming trans titles for the platform. Um, suggest such content alongside and after content flag for anti-trans. The difference between tokenism and opportunity is the ability to access one's voice. Press until deadline today ahead of the rally, emphasizing the need for economic justice. Um, many other celebrities, uh, Elliot Page, Dan Levy, have spoken um in support of this, of course. I think the list is great. I think I think uh, Ted Sarandos, the co-CEO, is very open to discussion. I think he's a very reasonable guy, obviously. he There was a, a Variety article saying he screwed up, admitting that he screwed up about his support of Dave and artistic freedom and liberty of, of his stand-up, but um, there's a bigger conversation that has to be had, and I think... Um, I'm hoping it can be had, because... You know, Netflix is uh, a real, a real power force and a leader in the game. And if if they can get on board with making these changes for a more, uh, um, what is a more accepting isn't the word a more a safer space for um, diversity and 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 trans people and the LGBTQ plus community and all types of people who are not like who are on the receiving end of like, uh, the terrible, you know, spewed hate from stand-up jokes or, you know, idiotic things like that. Uh, it needs to, it just needs to change. So I, um, I'm fully in support of this walkout and I hope that uh, some changes happen. And Netflix is not some, a lot, many, many changes with all companies too. So that's a bit of an update with regards to the Netflix walkout. And of course, with any changes that come, I'll be reporting them because that is my job as a mistress of pop culture. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, which I literally just said. And uh, with any updates with regards to Brian Laundry and Netflix and, you know, any other stories, uh, tomorrow I'll talk about the Housewives reunion part two, which I'm going to watch tonight. And uh, aside from that, have a great, great Thursday and we'll chat later. Bye, everyone.